This is CliffCentral.com. 360biz on CliffCentral.com. Thank you so much for tuning in for another amazing installment of 360biz. I'm rolling solo today. Well, not so much. Um, I'm with, I'm, I'm with the beautiful Tejo. Um, we're in studio today. Debojo is not here with us, but if you run into him wherever you, wherever he is, just give him a high five. He's a very cool guy. I hope you guys are having an awesome December. Um, we're wrapping up, uh, for the year. I think, is this the last show? This is the last show. So this is the last show. Oh, so when you plan when we are not, uh, when we won't be around next week, but uh, we're very excited about the season. And as part of the excitement, I mean, December is a time where we go out, we are with family. So we're speaking to two gentlemen who are in studio today. We're going to be, um, we're going to greet you a little bit later on and tell you about who they are and what they do. Um, Mr. George, I pronounced it correctly, right? That's right. Yes. Mr. George and Mr. Debato, who are going to engage us on the different initiatives and activities that they get up to. The topic for today is the business of entertainment. Entertainment is an activity, is an activity which provides diversion or permission people to amuse themselves in their leisure time and may also provide fun enjoyment and laughter people may create their own entertainment such as when they spontaneously invent a game participate actively in an activity that they find entertaining such as when they play um, such as when they play a sort of sport or a hobby or consume an entertainment uh, product passively such as when they attend performance um i mean how often do you go out uh, well, December I've been going out here. Hey? Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's been a long year and it's been a, you know, we've worked hard this entire year. So sometimes you just owe it to yourself to just have a bit of fun, you know, let yeah. your hair down. So I've been doing it. Um, yeah, I've been doing it. So a lot of entrepreneurs talk about, nah, it's all about the hustle, it's the grind, there's no time to be having fun. What do you think about that? No. Yeah, like you have to balance. There has to be time for work. There has to be time for leisure. There has to be time for family. You know, you must have a, you must find a balance in everything. And I think entrepreneurs, um, do it well because, um, most entrepreneurs know how to manage their time. So there's no, you can't work hard and not play hard. Yeah. And I mean, I find it so particularly interesting. I mean, now you've got entertainers driving Bentleys and, traveling across the world that are South African and I find that to be so amazing. What do you think of the growth in the entertainment space? I think the entertainment, I actually started my career in entertainment. Really? Yeah. As what? Yeah. In PR. <laughs> really? I'm telling you. Nice. And um, I think like it's such an industry that's full of so much potential but I also think at times it lacks some business knowledge or some business skills but then it's got so much money because people want to spend money and people want to spend money on entertainment and I think our guest today will tell me if I'm right or wrong um, but it's a business where people don't mind spending five grand in one night hmm. and it's a business where people want to spend that money because you know entertainment and leisure is limited at times Sure. Wow. So in South Africa today, we have seen the vast growth within the industry with many patrons compared to, um, prepared to pay huge amounts of money, huge amounts of money, um, in order to be at, uh, entertained. Uh, the business often, the business often, uh, in some cases lack, uh, lacks growth due to management skills and business knowledge. It can also be one of the most profitable business one can get into. Now, the entertainment space covers your film, your comedy, your music, your musical theater. There's performing arts. 
there's a word I don't even know how to produce uh, pronounce it. Vadue, What is it? I don't know. <laughs> but guys, we're talking about the entertainment business. So if you know a pal, if you know a friend, if you know a sister or a cousin who's all about the entertainment business, tune into the show because it's going to be very informative. I am with two amazing entrepreneurs who are in studio today who have found their feet in the entertainment business and are thriving in that particular space. So I'm going to give them an opportunity now to introduce themselves and what they do. Uh, afternoon, everybody. My name is Tabata Givit. Uh, I'm a co-founder of Cooler Boxing Day, and we throw a party, literally. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, I'm from a place called Atreville in the west of Pretoria, uh, where everybody used to come from 26 December when we were kids, and that kind of just fell off. But people kept coming, so we decided to start having a little jam at my house, and now we're in a stadium. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So we're going to unpack that a little bit later on. Sir? Hi, my name is George. Um, I'm the owner of Capital and Niche. Um, yeah, open up uh, Capital 2001. Um, been there for 15 years. Uh, it's been a nice journey. Um, yeah, it's all about music. It's all about an environment, people to come relax, have a place to go to. Uh, that's me. Yeah, it's us. So, Tibato, man, you, you, you're serving us half the story. So, you started at your house. This thing, you know, it's at a stadium. I mean, I'm assuming the stadium is about 10, 15, 30,000 people. How big was your house, Baba? Because you're saying it like it's such an easy thing. Listen, man, we've been <laughs> doing this for about nine years. So, it didn't start at the numbers that we get now, you know. Mm, at first, it was like a, what, 50 to 100 people. It was free. It was just a DJ there and a sound system. And we, we didn't book any artists or anything like that. We didn't even know that people were booking artists and things <laughs> like that. So, yeah. And then next morning on the 27th, we were just like irritated because we had to clean up, you know? Yeah. And we didn't have any money to pay anybody <laughs> to clean up. So, yeah. And then, uh, we moved up the next year to the cricket ground up the road. And then 500 people came and paid 30 bucks. And we made a lot of money, I remember. When was this? What year was this? It was about 2008. Sure, that's a lot of money. Yeah. We made some money then, and then, yeah, I bought myself a watch, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, man. So then then we kept growing year and year. It was, for a while, it was about a 100% growth rate every year, you know? Went from 500 to 1,000, 1,000 to 2,000, 2,000 to 4,000. And now, we did about 10,000 last year, but uh, I think that's where we're capping it, man. Otherwise, it gets messy. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are double-digit growth guys, so you don't think next year you guys are going to, or this current, uh, in the next couple of days, you're gonna, guys are going to do 20,000? No, we're just going to cap it at 10,000 and just make it a more quality event, you know. Nice. The experience, the experience for, we don't want people standing next to each other like sardines, mm. you know. And, and, and how important is it what you just mentioned now? Because I feel like we as individuals, especially if you've got something going, you, you want to grow it. It's all about the numbers going big and going big. And oftentimes you find that it dilutes, you know, how important is it for one to know when to cap? It, it's very important because I mean, the quality of a brand is, is to the customer what they experience on that day specifically. So if you if you you force issues and you expect to get people in there packed in like sardines and there's no quality, what tells you that that customer will come back next year? Mm, you know what I mean. Mm. So 
it's better to say to give out a, a full on experience. We've always been about the experience. So that's what we keep working on and bettering year, year and year, you know? Uh, more than anything, it's, it's about the customer more than us and the profits. Yeah. Now that's amazing. So you say that you often refer to it as you are a co-founder. So how many guys you start this with or how many ladies did you start this with? Listen, man, it was, it was actually quite funny. Like, uh, so there used to be a park where in, in Pretoria and the, they were jazz for eons of years, for years and years. Then those jazz, the, the jazz festival stopped, but people kept flocking. Then there was no security or whatsoever at that event. So my friends decided, no, let's go chill at your house because it's close to the park. So you still get the experience of the park, but they're there. Then I had a friend, uh, he was a DJ, and I had a friend who had sound. And I said, let's make it come together. And then we called it Cooler Boxing Day. And then from there on, it's history, man. Sure. That's amazing, eh? Yeah. That's amazing. So, George, tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Um, all right. So, we, I used to import records, um, vinyls to South Africa from my house. And um, so, yeah, eventually I was trying to look for a venue. Um, we, you know, I always wanted to put something together, which was something different. So, I've opened up this place in uh, 2011, which was called Capital. Um, it was a hairdresser and we did vinyls and we had two floor. Uh, Rudy was downstairs, which we did the hip hop in the house. And then upstairs we did more of the trance and the funk. So yeah, so it was a place where you used to come through, um, listen to vinyls and, uh, you know, the ladies could go and do their hairs and we had food. I mean, I, I remember I had to bring everything from home. We started there from nothing and, uh, yeah, we just pulled it up and pulled it up. And then eventually in the evenings we used to open up. And I used to sit around and play music in a very loungy. And yeah, a couple of African culture came inside and somewhat Africans came through as well. And they couldn't feel it. So I think, yeah, I could see a couple of guys picked up the phone and said, wow, come and have a look at this place. Come try it out. And that's it. You know, from there, it just got so crazy where I used to stand outside the door where we used to come out. I used to come out with ideas where that you had to have a female to come inside, you know, so we had couples, you know, because it just got too out of hand. And uh, yeah, was, we had so much fun in there. I mean, the guys were standing there. Come on, man. We came here to meet ladies, but it was so nice because the guys used to get ladies outside and walk in. And it was a nice balance, you know, just enough girls, enough guys. But oh, uh, wow. yeah, yeah. And I mean, what, a, so was, was this just a random idea to try and get, um, the gent to come with the lady or rather have a couple vibe or was it more strategic? Or was it just random? It was just more to have that kind of balance where ladies would not be, you know, disturbed all the time and you know, it would be just enough people for everyone, you know, so it was just, you know, it was balance. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it was and I mean, that. the passion for music or in this particular case for you to even think of collecting vinyls, where did that spark from? Um, I'm, I mean, I've been in the music scene. I've been playing for years. I mean, I remember, I used to go play with tape, with tapes, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the music's always been inside me, I think. And I would do anything for music. I would go anywhere for music. Um, so, so yeah, so we used to have a record store called Atrax. So, I used to, we used to import vinyls from all over the world. And, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, that's... Uh, and then, I mean, according to you, when you look at the music or rather the growth of um, the entertainment landscape in this country, what do you think? Wow, uh, that's what I say. I mean, it's so beautiful. I don't even know what to sing about, but... The soul and the sounds are just amazing. It's just, I mean, yeah, I just feel it so bad. So, Tibbet, I mean, of all the, how many, how many editions of the Cooler Boxing Day have you had now? Uh, we've had eight. This is the ninth one. 
Oh, which one stands out for you? It was about the, <laughs> I think it was the fifth or the sixth one. We had Ricky Rick there, and the guy jumped off stage and told the crowd to come through. They broke the barricades flat out, and it was just packed in there. Yeah. You couldn't see who was security. You couldn't see who was what. And nothing happened, but it was just a jam. Like everybody was just having fun, and it started raining as that happened. Yeah, and people just stayed and danced in the rain. Really? Yeah. I mean, no injuries, nothing. Nothing. That's amazing, though. Hey? Nothing, nothing. And I think I find it so interesting when you have a performing artist engage the crowd like that because you find that people are there to feel you, they feel your energy. And I mean, would I be in a great position to ask you who's your favorite artist? My favorite artist right now? I think AK. Really? Stands out. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, yeah. so really. Is there something that you want to say? Look, away from all the other stuff, his music is great. George, who's your favorite artist? Yeah, the same, man. Definitely. Really? Yeah, yeah. Super Mega. Yeah. Wow. wow. I that. <laughs> He's my favorite artist as well. <laughs> wow, okay. okay. I, I, I'm a Casper fan. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily have to be Casper or AKA, know. you know? We could listen to both, but I find that the other gen's quality of music is, 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 is a bit different. So, what can people expect? 26 December 2017 So this year uh, It's very big We've got We've got Casper Nice uh, We've got Black Motion We've nice. got uh, Shakina We've got Aries Pencil and Zingmaster uh, That's their hometown And yeah It's gonna be a jump eh? We've got nice. Tebe as well For the quite Tebe yeah, Are you yeah. serious? Yeah Bulabut. Wow, man. Wow. So, I mean, you, you touched on something there that, um, I think it's, uh, not to mess up their names, Bensel and Zingmaster. Zingmaster. Yeah. Are they from that particular area, Atridgeville? They're from Atridgeville, but they're blowing up pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. their music is all over now. It's all, yeah. Yeah. It's all over TV, the videos out. I think they even signed to one of the big record labels. And I mean, what does it mean to you as an event promoter and organizer in your own hometown to be creating a platform from P for people in your own hometown? It's still so surreal. Like you go on stage at about seven o'clock at night and you can just see people and they're just having fun. It's like, like you can't, you can't explain it in words. So it's amazing. It's like an experience, like seeing a, a seventh wonder of the world. Mm. Every year <laughs> <laughs> So George I mean What was your Highest moment I mean uh, With the capital um, Look um, People having fun You know Coming to a different place And experience something different um, Yeah That's yeah. And I mean When you look at All these different uh, um, um, Hangout spots uh, What makes you Was different um, look, the way when I design it and what we cater for is that we cater for a crowd where they always say, where can we go? You know, it's like too young or just too wild. You know, that's what niche is about. It's um, a place where couples or ladies want to get together and it's just comfortable. You go there, you can have a good conversation. I mean, we restrict the age group. We're 24 um, upwards at the door. So that's mean, yeah, if you think you don't have a place where to go, try it out because you can have a good conversation or you can just sit down with your partner and just enjoy the evening where you feel comfortable and you not feel out of place where you're thinking, 
why I'm getting too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that, yeah. So oftentimes when we're interviewing guests, we also, you know, try to delve as much as possible into where did it go wrong, you know? Or, or, or what moments did you, or what moments were your lows? Because um, venturing out as an, as an entrepreneur or venturing out to build your own brand sometimes gets chaotic and sometimes gets uh, thingy, congested by a lot of things, policies, bylaws. Uh, a lot of things that you wouldn't expect. So what were your lows if you ever um, had any? Look, I mean, I knew exactly um, what capital was all about and I knew exactly what I wanted to do and that's what I did all the time. And that's why I went for years and years. And then um, I got involved with another business and um, and I know my first mistake that I did, I did an event with, uh, I think it was Tolly B, it was called The Foolish Thursday, which was, um, it was an all different crowd, you know, and my customer were running out there. What's going on? What's going on? Cause I never did events with promoters or anything like it. I mean, I just ran capital the way I saw it. It's just, um, you came inside, you know exactly what you're going to have in the evening. And, um, yeah, and that was, I mean, you learn from your mistakes, you know. Um, so yeah, foolish Thursday, you know, it was a nice one, but, um, yeah, I just made a little hole. And then obviously, once again, you know, um, I got involved with another business, so I couldn't be there all the time. And, um, yeah, so that was a little mistake we did. And that's why we closed Capital Down eventually. And now we just reopened Niche, which has been there for, I think, two and a half years, going for three. And, um, yeah, we're just moving on. So, I mean, is this the only branch, the one in Joburg, or are you guys looking at replicating it into other cities? Um, no, not, no, not at all. I mean, think, um, you know, to do something like that, you could have that personal kind of touch. You know, so I think that's where I see it. And it's very difficult to do that somewhere else because the person might not see what you see. You know, that goes from servers, music and everything that goes into, you know, that kind of business. Yeah. So, I mean, because you were collecting um, vinyls, I mean, how did the move to digital affect uh, thing? <laughs> did it affect yeah, it at all? I, mean, I think I that would be the first question. I, I just stopped playing. I mean, I used to play everywhere. I mean, I love music. I still do. And, uh, and the thing was that, um, you know, time to go there and find and, you know, find the music. And I stopped, um, you know, when vinyls, actually when all the records stopped closed down and digital just took over. You know, I mean, I always used to say that we used to pick music for South Africa. So when a DJ used to play is that we already chose the music for them to play. Now, if you have a look, the guys choose their own kind of music. They can play anything they want. So when that happens, I stopped and I actually started about, what, maybe nine months ago and I'm going, wow, why did I stop? I mean, now the digital world is so beautiful. I mean, you can buy music at any time. You can, I mean, you can put it in a basket and see if tomorrow if you still want it or not. I mean, you usually used to go and buy the vinyls and that's it. Once you bought it, you had no choice. You had to pay for it. I mean, so. just, yeah, I mean, I'm going to come back to that, but here's a question I want to throw to both the gentlemen and I'll start with you, but so you've got DJs on the day, right? And let's say you're doing an event and you've got DJs on the day and do they know not to play the music that the other is going to play? Or have you ever had a situation where the guy is literally playing almost a copy, uh, a playlist of what the other guy played? Look, man, uh, the guys are trying to shine. You know, you, you must remember that as much as we do have the big artists, a lot, the bulk is local. So they're all trying to get on and we, we, we always try to, to differ, differentiate through genre and through different types of DJs as well. So a deep house DJ and a commercial house DJ, a commercial hip hop DJ and a loungy sort of hip hop DJ and stuff to avoid the repeat of tracks. But my man, you cannot. It, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Eh? It, it happens. Uh, like you said, they pick their own music <laughs> and they're very. 
DJs are very protective of their space, which is their music, you know. But we try and show them that, you know, the crowd can't hear a song, the same song five times. You know, it, it might be hot now, but try be different. They won't remember you if you played for the fifth time. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, George, just f- from your perspective, I don't know if you touched on it already, but, you know, Capital was a very big place. It was a buzzing place. What led to it closing down? Or did you just wake up one morning and feel, ah, I just need some breathing space? What do you mean? Why we close it down? Now, the reason, like I said to you, um, we close it down is because, um, yeah, I did a couple of changes and those changes weren't, you know, suitable to the venue. And I think, um, yeah, and then I decided, well, let me just close it down, rebrand it and just start niche, which, um, obviously it's the same thing as we started Capital. And yeah. So, I mean, to someone out there who's listening in on the show and they're very interested in opening a club, what would your advice be? Look, they gotta love, first of all, you know, everything, you know, from, you know, from the music to the service to, you know, the visual to see what people like and, you know, they're comfortable, make it cozy, make it home. So for them to open up something like that, I think, you know, obviously there's all different places, you know, you open, you know, a nightclub for that reason or you open up for this reason. But, um, yeah, the most of it's love, I think. Yeah. Um, and I mean, so, Tibato, tell me, so the whole year, what do you guys get up to? As 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 partners as a business, well, we all have other businesses uh, no. personally, but uh, we plan it. <laughs> really, yeah, like you spoke, there's a lot of red tape. Mm. You know, there's a lot of applications with the city and metro police and all of that. So through the year, we're we're doing that, uh, and then later in the year, we're just implementing mostly. Yeah, yeah. I know. I once did an event and I almost got thrown off by municipal bylaws. What's that one thing that you were just having a job putting this event together, and then red tape just showed up? No bottles. Really? No bottles. Yeah, in the crowd they don't allow bottles anymore, so <coughs> it's like the crowd. We allow cooler bags in our event, but now they just have to come with cans. Put your whiskey in a two-liter bottle. Really? Or put your champagne in a two-liter wow. bottle. And I mean, what, what was the response like from the people? Uh, at first, ticket sales went down, but closer to the day of the event, people just realized, uh, we're going to sit at home on the 26th. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to say, because yeah, yeah. I live in Atridgeville, yeah. and I missed it last year, and I don't, I, I don't even live far from the stadium, you know? So it's like the FOMO that hits you on the day, because yeah. there's, there's, there's firelighters, in the evening and the music and everything. It's like the whole township is just a vibe. You know, you want to be there. And then people just end up buying tickets at the last minute, like yeah. on the day. And I'm, I'm sure this year it's going to be an issue because your tickets are almost sold out. Yeah. And the one I kept it at 10,000. <laughs> it's going to be an issue. It's going to be an issue. I, I can foresee it. We've sold 87% of the tickets. Sure, that's so it's, nah, it's sold out already. I'm not ready for that headache. Not <laughs> <laughs> nah, sold out. So, I mean, Teho, what has your been, what has your experience been of, I know you've been to the capital and I know also that you've also been to, um, the Boxing Day. What has your experience been? I haven't been to both. I went now. <laughs> really? No, I've been to the Boxing Day when it was still very small. Um, cooler Boxing Day, like the Batsu said, it was still, you know, um, nothing major. Uh, but capital, like, I'd love to go to Nish. I always pass it, you know, in Rosebank, and I always say it looks so beautiful from the outside, you know, it looks so Nish, actually, you know, so I've always wanted to go, and I actually wanted to ask that 
Is it is it is it like a club vibe or is it you know a place where you can also go after work and have drinks and dinner with friends and listen to some good music? Yeah, look, it's not a club at all. I mean, we don't charge people at the door. It's more of a place to hang around. So we do open up in the afternoon from three, so you can come after drinks, after work. Um, we do serve food, and you know you don't have to get up and throw your hands up in there. You know, if you have a okay. couple of drinks, you <laughs> might do later. On. But uh, people do their own thing, and that's what's so nice. It's just you don't ha- you don't have to get up and dance. So you can mm. be comfortable by doing what you want to do. Mm. Which is great, yeah. We are so there. Kula, <laughs> both both places, like we are definitely there. No, nah, no, nah, I definitely was wasn't gonna do anything um twenty six, but I know I'm gonna come. I know I'm gonna massage him after the show so that he can let loose <laughs> with at least one or two spots for me to come there on the day. So I mean, um so we've got someone here who's sending a shout out to you, Tibato. He says he, his name is Kevy Kev. He says nice one, big Biggie, <laughs> Biggie. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Kevy Kev Thank you for joining in on the show So guys we're going to break out uh, for a couple of seconds And then we're going to jump more into the entertainment business That was a new jam by Trestle featuring Huma Sigela. What a legend, man. The name of the song is Midnight, Mid- Midnight Sun. I almost said Midnight Stereo. <laughs> it's, it's the jam that is playing everywhere. But we are still in studio with George and uh, Debato, and I'm still riding with my girl, Tejo. So, guys, I mean, Debato, man, what, 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 what can I really expect? What can people expect when they come there? I know I'm going to be there, so what can we expect? Uh... You know English runs away sometimes. So uh, anything, uh, even uh, in Zulu, uh, Tswana, whatever. I like to say an explosion of an experience. Nice. From from start to finish, from the girls, the, they always come out really strong. What do you mean the girls? He means the girls. Yeah, what do you mean the girls? The girls. These people, these people come for the girls. Oh, they okay. want to buy champagne these days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the fireworks, fireworks display. We've got a good one going on. And the rest is just the performances, man. Everybody gives their all. Everybody gives their heart out. And it becomes just amazing, man. Sure. I wish I could go into the crowd and mm. not work the whole day and just, just sit. Have fun. <laughs> but I mean, how do you feel normally after that? So you never get a moment to just sit back and listen to the music and jump up and down with all the other people? In, in small pockets, in small pockets, and then the radio comes in, problem at the gate, and then you gotta run, and then radio comes in, mm. no ice at the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So, in pockets, in, in small pockets, you, you, you get to see how people are, are, are living their life on the 26th. And I guess you, you go on social media as well, and you see people are tweeting, taking selfies, enjoying themselves, you know? And I mean, do do you still suffer from the? Hey, Devatman, come on, man, some VIP, man. No, no, that will never stop. <laughs> that will never stop. I just always tell people that, hey, man, my wife bought two tickets. <laughs> what you doing? My sister bought two tickets. Yeah. What yeah. you doing? You know? But my inbox, my social media inbox is flooded. My phone has been ringing. 
know? <laughs> Sometimes you see a number that you don't know. You was like, hey, should I take it? I'll take it on the 27th. <laughs> should I take it? And then you answer someone from the city. <laughs> and she's like, I almost didn't take it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's very tough, but, uh, you know, people always look for a free thing. And uh, I don't think it's fair sometimes, but. What can you do, man? You know, mm, and mm. you you always the bad guy. But at the end of the day, it's a business, you know. Yeah, that's true. So that's as true. as people generally, we must just support each other. Yeah. Uh, because if I go to your butchery, yeah, I'll say go to the corner and say, "Man, can you give me more meat?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, it's the same thing. It's the same principle. So it's one of those. If you want to come out. You know, pay the Jews. Yeah. The and I Jews. mean, would you then say that the immediate community at Tridgeville has been supportive? Because what you get from a lot of guys is that um, a prophet is not appreciated in his own home. And you guys have created this amazing and very powerful platform that has grown over a period of eight years. Do you feel like the people are supportive? Look, look, the people are beyond supportive, you know, wow. and it's you, you, you can see it. They, they, they own it. They, they feel that it's their pride and joy. In the township and, and they come out in their numbers And you know The first time that I realized that We're doing something good is when I looked at the pictures After the event And I didn't see anybody I know In the pictures of the event And I was like okay nice. We're doing something right you know nice. uh, But yeah they, they are very supportive I mean we do sell a lot of tickets Out of Pretoria I mean Limpopo, Cape Town, Durban as well You know but the bulk is always local people, Pretoria people, Etridgeville people, you know? So tell me a little bit about your first booking um, experience, booking a big artist. How was that? It was actually quite smooth, I think. The first artist we booked was Lulo Cafe. That's the first time we ever said, we're going to put an artist on a poster. And that's probably like maybe eight years ago or so. Hmm. And he, he came out and he he was big then and all the girls lined up outside his car, tried to, you know, get a picture, you know. It was one of those. And then kept going and going. And these guys' prices kept going as well, these artists. But, yeah, now it's uh, – uh, there's a little system that, that goes on with from my team and on booking artists. But Lulo Cafe was he, – he showed up. He showed up. Nice. Eh? So next year's the 10th one. I want to bring most of the – Artists that performed at Cooler Boxing Day back. Mm. No, man, that's very nice. And I mean, what are the plans really for 2018 Cooler Boxing Day? I mean, you guys are capping it at 10,000. We're going to be crying about that. So, are you guys planning on making it bigger? Or look, the plan is is just to enhance more and more on the experience, and to make people more quicker to buy tickets and say. I've got a ticket, you know. I'm going to Cooler Box today, and the rest is history. There's, there's no. I, I, I'd love to say I'm going to push it till 20k, but the reality is, my customer experience is more important. Mm. And I mean, to someone out there who's thinking about putting an event together, I mean, what are the I don't know four or two important things that they need to make sure that they've got in the bag? Look, I always, I always tell people to start small. Get your friends to pay for entrance first. And then from there on, uh, I, I get get the usual things, the, the legal stuff proper. I mean, if you start small, you won't even need it. 
you'll you'll, you'll realize that you need it as you grow. So start small but think big and and plan, you know, and and plan for these things because it 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 grows really quickly. I mean, it was just yesterday, it was just people I know. Now it's all these people from all over South Africa and we're here now, you know. Mm-hmm. So the planning is very important because you you can't execute anything if you don't have a plan, you know. And I think as well as the the, the business acumen as well, do the numbers because it's very hard. The sponsors are far and few to come by and a lot of money comes out of the pocket. And if you don't do the numbers, uh, you'd have a very hard New Year if you were me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Cooler Boxing Day is is an event for the community, in the community. So uh, as a business, uh, what I want to ask is what have you guys done to give back to the community? Or what have you guys done to empower you know, um, people around the community? Is there a business element to it where you, uh, young people can develop skills through working with you or so forth? Uh, first of all, we, we support uh, a couple of local charities yearly, uh, one of them being 100 Plus Movement, uh, which does a lot of different things. Uh, I know now in, new, in during the Christmas area, they're buying groceries for underprivileged families and charities. Uh, what, what else we've done is we employ local as well. So on the day, we employ about 150 youth that are from the area. And leading up, we employ about 20 towards the event. Sure, that's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, talk about impacting the fiscal of the country, 150. And I mean, what would you then general um, feel be when you see 150 young people going back home with a little something, you know? Mm. It's heartwarming, yeah? It's it's very heartwarming. Uh, you, You realize that, you know, it's not about me or you, you know. It's not about having Casper on the lineup. It's about that more than anything. Yeah, because that's the real yeah. stuff. George, mm. do you get up to any um, um, uh, I think community development or youth empowerment or mentorship uh, programs? I believe it or not, I actually, you know, I've been looking for some of them. Um, I usually nice. donate um, the church. I go around places. But, I mean, today I was actually finding um, a friend of mine, Jackson, gave me a number. I was just finding this place to try and see if I can donate and stuff. You know, um, I do that every end of the year. But, um, yeah, it's quite hard actually in a way to, you know, find, um, I want to go on a website and see where can I, but, um, yeah, so if you know any places, I mean, I'm actually looking for a place right today. Yeah, so that's <laughs> so good. I actually like to talk to you because I just, I mean, as before I came yeah. here, I actually found this place twice and it was, it was actually, the phone just rang, you know, and it's also sometimes, like I said, you know, I, I used to go to church and donate money, but every time I give it there, it feels like I'm, I'm not getting in the right places. Mm. It's just, it's quite yeah. weird, but anyway, so we're like to ready to find that place where I know. I mean, I've gone to so many places that I have done it, but it would be nice if, uh, if you guys could give me a bit of hand and help me out. Definitely. Uh, yeah, we'll so definitely Thank talk you. after the show. <laughs> no, cool. definitely. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> nice. everyone wants to lend a hand and impact people's lives, it's always very powerful. So my question then, George, would be, I mean, how big is the venue? What are some of the features that people can expect when they come out to... Um, 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 your establishment. Um, yeah, look, niche, like I said, very comfortable. So if you want to go out and you're looking for a place, you definitely got to come to niche. Um, and then, yeah, it's very relaxing. Like I said, you know, you can have something to eat, have drinks, good conversation. You don't have to feel like you have to move or dance or you have to dress up. 
I think Nish is very casual. It does look, you know, from the outside, very, you know, snazzy. But um, once you walk in, you're very comfortable, um, you know, from the service, from the people are there. So, yeah, and then New Year's Eve, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people like, oh, we've done all these parties at home. Let's go out. Where can we go? Mm. So I think you should definitely try us out. I mean, Nish is full of ladies on New Year's Eve. I think it's a place of safety, you know. (laughs) They know they're not going to get tramped over and it's just comfortable, you know. But, uh, yeah, last I mean, every New Year's Eve I look around and say, where are the guys? (laughs) But the ladies are having a good time. I mean, actually enjoy. It's not that they're really looking for someone to, you know, yeah, they pop their own bottles, you know. And that's that's. The ladies that That's my up. crew. You probably yeah. saw my crew. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, but I think what the guys are trying to iterate is that these strong, beautiful women are the main reason why tickle sales go up. They are the attraction. It's fine, you know. We we will fill up all those places. <laughs> <laughs> so, so man, come. do you feel like corporate South Africa is playing their their part? I mean, the township um, as a whole. The township as a whole is a very big landscape where big brands are making money out of that space, whether be it SAB or whatever, apart from your particular event. And such events which bring the community together, which have a bottom line where you are able to impact 150 young people, that's big for me, you know, mm-hmm. because that's the most that uh, any large corporate does in any given case, you know. Do you feel like they are, they are, they are, they are jumping on board or is, is there some stagnance in them taking part? Look like uh, a corporate South Africa is very tricky. They when they want to come on to a small guy like us, they want to enhance their terms, you know. So a lot of the time, you you turn it away because of you. Is it will this make the brand better or will this affect the bet, the brand in a different way? You know, I remember years ago one of them wanted us to cut cooler boxes, and I was never I wasn't willing to do it because I I knew my market. They come in with their cooler boxes and then they go to the bar anyway. So if we cut them totally, it it will cut their experience of that. They enjoy that. They enjoy coming and carrying a or pushing a dustbin even. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh so they, they, they want to implement their their brand on you and they want to push their brand. So I don't think they're doing enough. I think they must come back down and sit down and say, Guys, we have this and this. How can we help you? And then you give them terms, and then you come back to terms. Now they say we're here. Hear the terms. Are you on or not? Yeah, you see what I mean. I think that's very good um, as as a business person to actually also put your foot down because that is also your brand that you're trying to build, and you can't, um, um, you know, find a way out of it. You know, you can't say to a big corporate or because I'm a small brand you can actually trample all over me so I think big ups to you to actually put your foot down and um, even if it takes time for corporates to invest in entertainment because it is an issue and I don't know I remember um, Oskido even said it on Metro FM that um, um, that uh, corporates they don't they don't they don't they don't uh, sponsor, you know, they don't invest in entertainment and they'll never invest, you know, but obviously you were saying it out of anger. But I also feel that it's also about what can both companies benefit from each other. So it's not about uh, a certain company sponsoring you, but then what can they get out of it as well? So it's about that mutually beneficial relationship that will come out of it eventually. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I think just just to the notes as well, I, I like I like that because... 
I think oftentimes we dilute the brands in trying to be a yes man. Mm. You know, saying yes to everything and not every opportunity um, that comes, comes to develop and grow your brand. I mean, I've seen a few because I run a branding company. So we brand conferences and whatever, events and whatever. And you find it funny. The client calls you into brand a event and there's about 2% is their branding. The rest is Amstel everywhere. You understand that that yeah. that loses from the strength of the brand. I mean, from the gates to rather from the fences to the security to the gates to the stage, everything says says, says Amstel. And what I realized with that is that the next year, when you want to start your marketing campaign, you need to pay thirty five times more because you are pushing your brand, and people do, still don't understand what the brand is. Mm. So to people, it's still oh that Amstel thing. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. And I mean, how important is that really? You know, for you for you to hear people saying, "Hey, that's that guy with the cooler boxing." Hey man, for me now I try to hide because <laughs> after that it becomes hey man, can I get a ticket? <laughs> so look, man, it's it's important, and uh, I think that people do recognize in the area. People do recognize it a lot, but for for now, it's it's think I think even our marketing strategy is to try go out more, you know, uh, in other provinces and. To push the brand If once a guy in Cape Town can say That's the guy with Cooler Boxing Day Or that event is Cooler Boxing Day I think we would have done our work We would have done our work You know, we we were trying to Get to Coachella level and Never Never Land and all of that mm. Nice, mm-hmm. so George yeah. Plans um, for the next five years? Um, what does it look like for you? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, uh, take year by year, you know, um, and see how we can build the brand. Um, but like I said earlier on, you know, I think it's very personal. Um, so I'm a Capricorn, so I think I'm one of those persons. Yes. Be. <laughs> yeah, you're a Capricorn yes. as well. <laughs> so yeah, so it's hard in that kind of point of view, you know, but, um, we'll see, you know. Mm. Yeah. Do you see? Do you see? Sorry, do you do do you get the same impact? Like, do people come to you and say, "Okay, because I know George, I can have you know a a free bottle." Look, you know, like you know, obviously they'll try and that. But at the end of the day, is you know, you know, I'm I'm very fair, but yeah, I always try and help people out there. So yeah, you know, depends what mood they get me. So yeah, maybe yes or no. (laughs) 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 Because those days, like no, not today. I think you need to invest the mood ring. Invest in a mood ring. So when I step in there and I, and I check the ring, I now know if I'm getting four, five, or six bottles. So, Tibato, man, what does it look like for you and your team the next five years, man? Cooler Boxing Day. Look, the next five years for us are quite big. I think we're going to go bigger and better. Uh, more on production side and, like I said, the experience of the event. I think we're going to keep the, the same venue, but it's about now... Marketing it further than we are right now, and for longer than we are right now, you know. Yeah, and then I mean, in terms of the people that come, what's the demographic? Is it, I mean, your 24 year olds? Your it's crazy, man. It's like anything from about like 18 to like I've seen a 40 year old guy there, you know. Yeah, but what I can tell you is that in the general population area, you find the 18 to like 25 year olds and then the ones that have made it you find them in the VIP <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have a VV VIP nah, 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 nah. I've seen that I've seen the trend nah, nah. of VIPs growing so I've seen a VIP 
We know, all know about it. I've seen a VVIP mm. and I've seen a VVVIP. No, that's so unnecessary, man. Like, yeah? Are you that important? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's just a VIP and an artist area and nothing else. Nah, man. Guys, we normally close the show off in style. Um, 30 seconds of whatever's in your heart. Whether it's to inspire the young entertainment mogul or whether it's just to wish people a Merry Christmas and a New Year, Happy New Year. It's entirely up to you. So the 30 seconds starts with you. All right. Uh, yeah. Look for the youngsters. I mean, believe in yourself. Feel what inside says to do. Follow that all the time because that's like 100% plus one. And for those people traveling, um, yeah, have a good safe. Be around with people, love you, be with your family, um, enjoy it. And uh, yeah, take care and help other people all the time. Yeah, nice one. Mr. Tabato? Well, for me, I'd like to say uh, to the youngsters, uh, an idea is an idea, follow your dreams, start small, think big, chase the dream, don't take no for an answer. And yeah, that's that, man. And then Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. See you guys at Cooler Boxing Day. Tsoho. I would say in the new year, aim to break doors of opportunities um, and let's stop knocking and just break them down. Cool. Contact Balisa. details. Balisa. <laughs> Where Gosh. can our guests reach That's you? That's our shy engineer. <laughs> Where can our guests reach you? Um, yeah, Social Nish- media, contact details. Yeah, it's Niche Hangout. Um, otherwise, you can know, give me a call straight on my cell 082 7163490. But uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter is all niching out. Okay. That's yeah. all? Um, uh, yeah, me, it's a uh, cooler boxing day on all social media pl- platforms Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can email us at coolerboxingday at gmail.com or you can just give me a call at 073 942 6957. No, man, that was amazing. Everyone, happy. Christmas, spend it with family, spend it with people that matter the most to you. Enjoy the day. 26th Cooler Boxing Day, 31st or the 1st. Happy New Year. Have fun. Try and rest. Try and work. Do whatever makes you happy. God bless you. Bye. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.